Uh, today I have uh, Brandon Murphy with us, uh, partner in Nelson Auto Group. And Brandon, if you want to go ahead and come up. Uh, we decided today that it would be a really good idea to uh, have an interview style today as opposed to what we've done in the past, which is to speak, just because Brandon and I have been friends for a really long time and there's things we have shared as, uh, as business owners. There have been some commonalities, especially in the last 10 weeks. Uh, Whit and I talked quite a, bit, quite a bit at the beginning of this and had, had several texts about just the terror that's come in the night, whether you were an employee or were you an employer, it's terror on both sides. One is, are you going to keep me hired? The other one is, do I want to keep hiring you? So there's been a lot of those things, but there's been a way through for us that's been pretty amazing. We've shared several discussions about that, but Brandon, tell us a little bit about what you do, uh, how long you've been at Nelson, and, and kind of what Nelson does. Yeah, so, um, well, good morning, everybody. It's so good to see you guys, and it's great to be together, right? This is awesome. You know, I was, I was talking to uh, a, a good friend and a minister this week, and he said, you know, when we come together, we bring God with us, and, and that's the cool part about coming to church. You know, it's great to see online, but you guys all brought God with you today, and that's, that's pretty exciting. And Johnny, I just start out, just th- thank you so much for keeping this rolling during all of this. I, 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 I know that this is a lot of work for you, and you're a really busy guy. But we have all benefited from this, and, and I, I just thank you for that. Yeah, you bet. My honor. It's awesome. So, so yeah, so uh, we are a really busy company right now. Um, I'm, I'm really honored to have uh, Bob Nelson with us, our founder, my leader, my mentor with us this morning. And, and uh, he's always put us on task to free us up, just like Pastor Witt said, you know, it's one thing to live this life. It's another thing to fulfill what God's purpose is. And I feel like with a lot of our leaders represented in this room, many of you leading in your own communities, you know, I think this has been a really uh, interesting time for us, but uh, we've, we've got a lot going on. We have uh, five auto dealerships. We've got uh, two in Tennessee and, and three here in Oklahoma. Um, we have a finance company that finances automobiles. We, we actually uh, got into the auto wash business. We have a launch car wash at 101st and Memorial that opened up about a year ago. Uh, we have a dealership management software company that helps dealers. It's probably the most exciting time uh, in our company history right now. And so there's a lot going on. And I'm celebrating my 31st year with the Nelson Auto Group uh, this month, as a matter of fact. So That's awesome. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. So set us up a little bit about the last 10 weeks and what that's been like for you and, and maybe some things that have challenged you as, a, as a, an employer and, and as those that you're, are under your care. What, what challenge? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that it, is, it has been interesting. Uh, it kind of started for us, Johnny, back in, in, at the end of February. We had a key employee that was traveling abroad. They were uh, in Italy and Rome, and, you know, you... you you, you watch the news occasionally and you see, oh, that, you know, this is something going on over there. And then, and then they were on their way back and, and, and they get back and, and there's this discussion of, well, should this person be quarantined? I'm like, quarantine? What the heck is quarantine? I, I've never quarantined anybody. I mean, is that like go stand in the corner and, you know, tell, until you come out? But, you know, the, honestly, I think for us, it was just this realization that should, should we even do this? I mean, is this, I've heard about that, but this is America. We don't, we don't do that kind of stuff over here. And, you know, we made the decision, let's, let's go ahead and, and do this. And I was really mad. I, I was, you know, I, this is a very uh, important person in our company and, and uh, sent them home for two weeks. And, and that, was a, that was a reality check for me. Had a lot going on that week and could have really used them there, but here they are 
going to have to work from home now. And uh, here we are coming into uh, the middle of, of this uh, March. And, you know, we're on a record pace. Our dealerships are doing great. We have uh, business like never before. We've, we've uh, started off uh, the month of March just, just really going. And we get to about the 15th of March and uh, things start getting real. I mean, uh, we get, uh, you know, a lot of, of course, the, the news that's going on, but then uh, our government starts talking about this at a pretty high level. I know you were on spring break and it's starting to affect your vacation. From a business front, it, it really started to affect us. And, and after about the 15th of March, I don't know if you've ever uh, seen a, a truck stop, one of the big trucks with the air brakes. That's kind of how business felt at that point. It was almost like uh, people started focusing so much on what was going on. And, and honestly, buying a car or servicing a car was the last thing on their mind. And, and then it got real. Uh, we began to hear rumors of shelter in place. Well, what does that mean? Of course, these are terms we don't deal with in the business community. And so I think a lot of this was, uh, was just new territory for us, but we saw things rapidly start to change. It, it was almost like the tale of two cities, the middle of March to the end of March from the business side. And, and, and we, we started having some very real com- conversations Let's keep that heart pumping. Let's let's start looking at every employee as, you know, is this is this sustainable? Because for us, they didn't really give us a plan. They didn't say this will be two weeks and then we'll go back. It was it was always about, you know, we this could be a long term thing. So yeah. And that was a scary moment knowing that that could be long term because it, when it was over at the other side of the pond, it was fine, but when it's in your backyard, suddenly things change a little bit and you get a lot more serious. Well, you know, the other part of that too is, is when things like this happen, we have to change personally and we have to make decisions. So I'm interested to know, especially knowing you're, you're, you're a man of faith and we share that uh, and share that in running our businesses. How did that change how you responded in all this time and what did you do internally to help respond to that? Well, to be honest, uh, I probably didn't handle it the best uh, in the beginning. Um, I for the first couple of days, I became the information hub. You know, I'm trying to research. I'm trying to find more information. I'm, I'm, I'm getting online and looking at what all these new terms look like. And then, you know, of course, in our community, I'm, I'm asking other people in our line of work, you know, what's going on in your market? And that's the worst thing you can do, by the way. No doubt. <laughs> you know? no doubt. Well, how's it, how's it over there? Mm. <laughs> well, it's terrible. Glad you called. You know? so, <laughs> so those are the kinds of things that, you know, I mean, you just get uh, all the information you want. You, get, you become an expert. And, and, and it's funny. It's like we had a country of 400 million experts. You know, we all knew everything about the virus. We knew about the spread. We knew how many outbreaks there were. And, and before long, information wasn't the source. And, and, you know, I I had to just stop and just say, this has to stop. I cannot get any more information. And about that time, Bob Nelson, our leader and my mentor just challenged me and many of our leaders. And he said, you know, we need to fast guys. And, and I think I heard this recently, uh, uh, just as part of what we're doing as a church even is we need to give something up. And for me, you know, (laughs) Fasting was not part of my life, and, and, but, you know, I, I, I bought in, and I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this, and the idea of fasting isn't about just living without something. It's every time you hunger or want that thing in your life, it's using that hunger to reflect on the Lord and your hunger for God, and, and I think that's really just brought a whole new meaning to me, and so 
bringing that element into our life was, was a big part. The other thing I had to do is just cut out all news. And I know many of you already subscribed to this, but honestly, there's nothing in the news that is going to benefit you. And I, and I know this, and, and, and it's, just, it's just so sad that, that news is not information. It really is a form of, of unbelief. And I think that's the, the, the point I had to come to is I couldn't be any more informed. And, and honestly, you know, by having more information, it didn't help me. I, I found that peace left whenever information entered. But when I cut off that source of information, peace came back. But I didn't just use the vacancy. I also really just spent that time in diving into the Word. And something that I learned from Pastor Witt years ago is, and, and I never put it to practice, honestly. I was, I was just a hero. I wasn't a doer. But getting a notebook out and start to journal on yes. what God was saying to you mm-hmm. as you read the Scriptures. And, and I don't know why I waited this long. Because, man, the minute my pen hit the paper, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit started speaking. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. And not just what the word was saying, but also what he was saying to me. Mm-hmm. And this was just a pivotal point for me because how many of you know when you get revelation from God, you can survive a lot of storms, right? And, and this was a big part for me is just to, to know that God was speaking to me mm-hmm. because when the news or information is speaking to you, it's telling you what it wants to tell you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was a big deal. Some other things that we did, were, which were just crazy, is, you know, don't stop giving. I mean, my goodness, this is the time to press in. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I, and even corporately, we purpose, we're going to ramp things up. Mm-hmm. Because what a great way to cut your ties with this world mm-hmm. when you say, I'm going to do the opposite yep. of what I feel like I should mm-hmm. do. I'm going to do the exact opposite of what fear says to do. Because mm-hmm. it really takes your mind off of the problem and it puts your your mind on what God's unlimited resources sure. are. And, and, you know, the other thing, too, about fear is that the Bible says that it's a spirit, that he didn't give us a spirit of fear. But the spirit of fear, I watched it was all around. And I noticed in our own home when the TV was on, the spirit of fear came with it and the fear of what could be. And, if, and there wasn't bad news for that day. It was prediction of what bad news that was to come. Yes. And I'm like, okay, well, if we don't worry about this, then we're going to worry about 10 more things that are coming. In case you haven't thought about it, here's another thing to worry about. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, so... And, and, you know, I think this goes a, a long ways. You know, it, it, fear is a spirit, mm-hmm. just like we have faith as a spirit. Right. And I think, you know, it's interesting how when you invite the spirit of fear in through information, you can get to the point where not only are you inviting the spirit of fear in, but it, it has a lot of buddies that come along mm-hmm. with it. It's got depression. Mm-hmm. It has despair. It has a lot of other really wicked things that just come. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about the rise in pornography during this time frame, it's, it's no surprise mm-hmm. because we let the door open, right? We just let that open. But the other side of that, what does the spirit of faith look like? Well, it brings the fruits of the spirit right along with it. Right. And so it's kind of cool how, you know, we don't have to live with that and allow those things in our lives. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely one of those times where you, I think for us and turning a lot of things out is that I really wanted God's voice to be the loudest voice in my home and in my heart. And everywhere I went, I wanted him to be hearing him more than I heard the news because it's going to be there and it's going to be shouting and screaming at you all the time. And it's, it's relentless. It comes to your phone. It comes everywhere. All those things, like you said, the spirits come with it. Um, but letting in the spirit of faith and saying, I'm going to go through this with great faith and strong leadership and I'm not going to be run over 
by the winds, but I'm going to speak to the winds. So having that authority is really good. Let's, we also talked about the importance of renewing our mind. There's been a lot of that talked about over, over my Christian walk about renew your mind, renew your mind, renew your mind. What does that mean? And we, you talk about how we, you had taken, taken charge of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like anything. You know, God is, is, is a spirit, and we're trying to approach God with a carnal mind. Well, that, that just doesn't work. And we're not ever going to get in touch with what God's plan is if we're trying to approach him with information. But, mm-hmm. but Lord, you don't know that, you know, the market just dropped whatever points today. <laughs> Were you aware of that? I mean, <laughs> you know, this, this just doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. If, mm-hmm. if we're going to know God, we've got to know him by the spirit. And so, you know, our, our spirit, God, if you've accepted Christ as your savior, you, you have the same spirit you're going to have in heaven. So it's not any more perfect. So this is not about our spirit. This is about this mind and this body that we care about. And I, and I love what uh, Pastor Gabe shared this weekend, even, you know, just, just talking about saying those confessions. Mm-hmm. You know, we shouldn't think it's strange if we're not hearing from God and we have a carnal mind. There's a good reason for that. And, and this thing's got to be remo- re- renewed daily. And mm-hmm. there's only a few things that I think God requires us to do. And one of those is to renew our mind. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, really just getting into the scriptures uh, journaling about what God's saying to you and, and speaking it out loud over your life. I, you know, it's one thing to read something, guys, and I'll just say this, and if you're not comfortable doing this, just find a place in your house where you are comfortable doing it, but find something to say that God says about you over your life mm-hmm. and let it come out of your mouth. And there's nothing wrong with reading the word, but there's something powerful when it leaves your lips. And, and that's why I love the message this weekend just so much is, you know, when Pastor Gabe acknowledged, you know, I'm not where I need to be, but God knows who I am and what he says about me is what I acknowledge. And he let those things come out of, and it's changed him. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 The renewed mind is, is an amazing thing because it's something that has to be done every day. It's not just, oh, I did that. Yeah. My, my mind's renewed because like you said, information comes in all the time. Be transformed. Do not be conformed to this form, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. And, and during this time, we really needed to know what the perfect will of God was. And, you know, there's so many things that we needed to, to, to run our business and to run, run our family that was only going to come from renewing our mind and hearing what God said, because it definitely was not in the information we were receiving at the time. Uh, what does leadership, what does a leadership meeting look like at Nelson, especially during this time? Well, it, you know, we're really fortunate. Um, as I said, just to give honor where honors due, you know, when you have a company like ours that was founded by uh, a man that was transformed in, in, in many respects, just an absolute new person, um, and, and, and decided from that moment forward, everything had to honor God. Mm-hmm. It makes it easy for someone like me mm-hmm. to, to follow in those footsteps. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's a pioneer spirit, and, mm-hmm. and that, that we wouldn't be who we are without those people in our lives. So our job is to follow in the trail that's been set and follow the example that's been set. Maybe you're one of those people that is a pioneer. Maybe you're one of those people that's in an environment where you don't have that opportunity. But in our environment, it's been set that it's ministry first, business second. Mm-hmm. And, and this is proven in everything that we do. We're not worried about being politically correct. If, if, if we walk across one of our showrooms and somebody's praying for somebody, that's a good day. Uh, kind of a funny story. I remember years ago we were uh, having some revival going on in one of our stores, and, and uh, uh, Mr. Nelson called me and he said, How's business? And I said, Well, we've got, 
we've got two sold, one saved, and three filled. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, it was, uh, it was good. It was a good day. It was a, it was a solid day. Um, but, but, you know, I, I joke about that. But, but so what's great about it is that, you know, whether you have this virus, you know, in, in our presence or, or some other issue going on, it's just a revealer of what's going on. So for us, it just revealed who we were, and, and we ramped up communication. We prayed. We fasted. Uh, one of the things, as I mentioned earlier, is we, we started uh, writing checks. You know, it's time to give, and, and, and that's as business is drying up. Yeah. It's, it's not as business is coming in. It's as it's going down. Well, and the world says, hang on to cash. Like oh. they kept hearing, hang on to cash, hang on to cash. Well, that's, that's the world system. But yeah. God's saying, give, and it shall be given back to you. Press down, shaking together and flowing over. Absolutely. And yeah. so, so that was a big part of it. But a, a, big, a big thing that we did is we, we definitely ramped up communication. And, and just referencing who God is in the middle of this is such an encouragement. And, and I wouldn't discount, well, you know, well, you work for a company that honors God, and I, I don't. Well, Honestly, there are believers everywhere, mm-hmm. and you can pray for your company and your company leaders. It doesn't have to be from the top down. You can be a, a massive difference to your company wherever you are in whatever capacity you are. Yeah, I think that's that's the key for a lot of us that aren't in a business that puts Christ first. Absolutely. I, I'm reminded of, of, of Daniel, you know, and how uh, they kept coming back to Daniel because Daniel could interpret dreams, and they knew he was the guy. Well, you know, could you be the guy in your business? Could you be the guy that they keep coming back to because you have the best ideas? Uh, because I believe God get, wants to give them to you, you know, Absolutely. but in, in maybe um, you feel like the least of these, but yet God sees you and God sees where you are. God sees where you are in your business. And he wants to give you those ideas that the boss will come to you and say, this guy's got, got it. That's right. So it's, it's, it's yes, important. Um, how have sales been at Nelson? We, we noted in our uh, preview of this event that there have been some, some comments made from corporate about what's going on in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Nelson. Wow. Um, to God be all the glory. You know, um, this is this is our platform. And for all of you men, that whatever you do, you want to honor God in your work, not just to support your family, but it is what God's given you to be a minister to your community. And this is why excellence is so important. But I have to say, the auto industry was hit pretty hard uh, in the month of April, especially. March, we didn't really know because things had started off so hot. But uh, nationwide, the, the month of April for automobile sales nationally, uh, were between 50 to 70%, uh, down year over year. Mm. And even the first week of April, it was that way for us. But what was really interesting was going on is, as I mentioned earlier, as fear left, peace entered. And what really began to change was from the inside out, not just in me, but all of our leaders and you could hear it coming out of their mouths long before you saw any situations begin to change. This was the cool part about it is the day that things started getting worse didn't change the way that we began to speak. And, but the day it started getting better, it didn't sound any different either. Mm. It was the same. Mm. And we finished April 35% up year over year. So same month, April of last year versus this April, mm-hmm. roll into May, still lots of situations going on mm-hmm. and finished up as much as 80% up year over year, not month over month. Mm-hmm. So one could say it was a miracle. Mm-hmm. So what happens is people pay attention to that. And this is in lieu of a 
15 to 70% reduction nationwide in automobile sales. So crazy conversations, text from uh, manufacturers, what's going on? It's a miracle. And saying, yes, it's a miracle. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> it has been amazing during this time how nobody uh, would, would not take prayer to, you know, I don't think any, any, any of our clients, no. and believe me, like you and car sales, we're in advertising, so what does everyone cut? Cut the advertising budget. We're done. You know, <laughs> fine. Uh, <laughs> fine, cut it. You know, everyone goes left. I you dare right. you. you know, yeah, <laughs> go right. for it. No, just don't tell anybody you're open, and if you're not open, definitely don't talk about when you might open. Uh, you know, for us, and probably for you too, you had to look a lot at the channel. You know, we can look at, and, and uh, Pastor George taught, had a great message about channels over the last several Wednesdays, and it was really meaningful knowing that uh, the channel is, is the channel your source or is God the source? And I think that's what we had to say because channels dry up. And I'm sure that you guys face the same thing as knowing you had to look a different direction. Yeah. So, you know, this is, this is just such a good word, Johnny, because for your business and, and even if maybe you've been laid off or, or maybe this has been a time where your business has been affected, you know, this is nothing new. You know, it's, it's not like, you know, this COVID deal or a financial crisis or any of these things we're new to, to God. And he's always making provision. So we can't look at the channel or the, or the source as our source. We've got to be looking to God always. And we've, we've come up with two totally different business models as a result of this because we were looking for what God was blessing. And that's just a word for everybody today. Look for what God is blessing. There is something he's blessing. Mm-hmm. It may not be what you were used to, mm-hmm. but God is blessing something. And you know God's not like romantic about our sources. Mm-hmm. We are, right? because we're used to seeing it come this direction. Mm-hmm. We just have to get our eyes off of the source and onto who's given it. And, and I think that was a big thing for us is just to realize that we had to change the game up a little bit. And right. God showed us very clearly, I'm blessing this. Mm-hmm. And that's what really led us out of a lot of this. I was reminded when Jesus called Peter and they were in the boat fishing and, and they had the nets there and they were catching nothing. And he literally said, put the nets on the other side. And sometimes Absolutely. the provision is a lot closer than you think it is. And sometimes it's a matter of just changing a direction just slightly. It doesn't mean you've yeah. got to throw the boat out, throw the net out. It means sometimes the net maybe is in the wrong place. And I think we use that a lot in our business saying the same thing of saying, where, where is the blessing? Where, where is business? Who is being blessed in all this? And so you definitely, uh, and you know, a lot of this is not, what you and I have talked about is, is running a business during this time is not necessarily everything you can find in a, a Seth Godin blog about marketing. You can't find it on a website necessarily. It truly is being led by the Spirit of God in those quiet times, those times you spend in the morning uh, reading your Bible and, and writing in your journals when God gives you the nuggets you need for the day that will help you get through whatever that problem is for the day. Because he says, um, you know, ask today for what is your daily bread for today? I'm yeah. like, Lord, I had to do that so many days during this time, and I'm still doing it, saying, God, what do you want for us today? And it doesn't mean that I didn't have times where I just am angry. Like, there's been a lot of times, a lot of days in this, I've just been mad because all my levers are broken. Yeah. But yet, I have to say, God, I know. That's not a bad place to be. It's not. And, it, and it's, it's surrender to him. It's complete surrender. So I had control. Like, I wanted control. And being a yeah. business owner, and some of you may feel the same way, you're used to controlling things. And right now, we aren't controlling a lot of things. And I can't look six months down the road and predict what's coming. I couldn't have predicted what happened in the last few weeks. But yet, it, all that comes back on you the same way, the same feeling COVID had when all the things came through about the horrible tragedy in our country. I mean, it just, it's like shards, and shards of glass in your heart. But yeah. you, you've, you've got to know at the same time, as a business owner, that God knows where, where the business is and, and he can lead you to it. That's right. 
that's right. That's, that's critical in this Real time. Good. So we're not fully back yet, and yet, um, what are we doing in between? So <laughs> business isn't what it was, and who knows? I don't know that I ever want to go back to where I was. Yeah. And I know that God is doing a new thing, but what do we do in the gap? You know, th- this is really important because I think most of us have struggled more than any time in the gap. Mm-hmm. This has been probably the toughest thing. It's not that I got sick and not to, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, really experienced some yeah. loss through that. And, and so for, for the majority of us, it was really just the fact that I'm in this in-between state. And what does that look like? So, you know, for, for if maybe if you've done this as a, as a best practice or, or just in your Christian walk, I think it's so important right now that we continue to, to be sharp and not be lazy in this yeah. time. You know, there's a lot of things that are letting us off the hook. Well, we can watch church online. We can do, you know, pretty much get up and, you know, look any way we want to look. And, you know, this is the time to stay sharp and, 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 and watch the words that come out of our mouth. If you haven't created a confession for you or your family, I'm telling you, it will change your life. Create something that is real to you. Speak it over your kids. Speak it over your business. And, and let God transform your business in your mind, in his image. And, and this is a big deal. And the other thing I would say is find something you can give. You know, it, this might be something that hit you harder than, than a lot of people, or maybe it didn't. Maybe, maybe you were unaffected. This is a time to ramp up giving. You know, God is doing something right now, guys. I'm just telling you, whatever the enemy is going to try and use this for, God's going to trump it and take it to, to another level. So, I want to be a part of that. So the best way I can do is lead with a seed. And I would just challenge all of you guys. This is a great time to give sacrificially. Mm-hmm. It really is because it cuts those ties with the world. Yeah. And that gets our eyes on the right thing. And then the last thing is, man, just look for ways to give God the glory. You know, we were created not for our glory. We weren't meant to handle success or a failure. Mm-hmm. And when you allow God to be used in your life and you give him free reign everything should bring him glory. And I haven't always been great at this, but I got to tell you, I'm learning and it's freeing when every success, every great thing that happens in your life is to his glory. Mm -hmm. And when you let that come out of your mouth, people start paying attention to it Mm -hmm. and they start listening. That's why these guys that at, you know, manufacturer levels, they can't deny it. Mm -hmm. And it may be something simple. We, We were in the middle of just a tough, tough week. And I remember one of our general managers in Norman, he was, he was having a really tough week, and he said, well, the sun came up, and it's a beautiful morning. All the glory to God. You know? And that was all he could find for the day. That was it. Nothing else positive for the day. But he let that come out of his mouth, and you've got to let that come out of your mouth, and you've got to find the things that God is uh, doing and give him all the credit for it. And, man, when you start saying that, to God be the glory, people pay attention, and it, and it, and it does a lot for you personally. Yeah. And you know, and this has been a long race. I, I, I've, I've, we've talked in, in this setting before about me running a marathon, and and it's a long race. And and with this one, I kept feeling like in the last few weeks that someone kept moving the finish line. I'm like, okay, we're good, we're back, we're not back. And then something else, something else tragic happens, or some piece of bad news comes. But it is truly my faith. It is truly my faith in a God who will never leave me, never forsake me. And no matter what I've trusted in in the past, if I trusted in my 401k or I trusted in this channel of blessing, that is not where our trust needs to be. It has got to be truly in the one who has us in the palm of his hand. And so that part has been very sweet for me. But one thing, I I had a good friend that's here in the room today that told me a story about running a race. And he said he and his buddy were running this race. And 
couldn't see the finish line, but he's getting, getting into the race a little bit and starting to feel a little exhaustion. He goes, I just need to go sit down over here just for just a second. Goes, sit down, we're running a race. What are you doing? He said, and we went and, and he's like, okay, if you want to sit down, we'll sit down. He goes, he sat down. When we got back up, we realized the finish line was literally like a minute around the corner. Like we were so close to the finish, but we were giving up. So I'm like, I encourage you today is don't give up in the middle of this. I've had so many days, and my team can tell you, where you, you feel a little bit of a, like a roller coaster, but we can't give up. This is our time to lead strong, to lead with God's word, to, to journal every day, to, to dig deeper in a time when, when it would be easy to just give up the race and just go sit down on the curb. But that's the last place we need to be right now. Yeah. It is absolutely the last place. Last thing I wanna talk about is uh, something that I think has come out in the last couple of weeks too, is just bitterness and offense. Uh, and, and the themes in a lot of this is when things didn't go the way that you wanted, which I've had a lot of those in the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, what do you do about bitterness and offense and how can we guard our hearts during this time? Well, Johnny, this, this what, bitterness and offense is probably something that many of us have dealt with even before any of this happened. Mm-hmm. And, and I would just say that there's a lot of things the enemy is trying to do to hold all of us back. And there may be somebody in your family that, has done something in this time frame that has either let you down or caused offense to you personally. It might be that you're mad at God. You might be, you know, mad that this has happened or or just offended that God would allow some things into your life. And that maybe that's just your perspective on it and it's it's caused some some bitterness to come in. I, I, I know a lot of people just right now that are upset at their employers because they they may have been laid off and, you know, there might be some real financial effects that you're feeling. You might be upset at your government for how they've handled the situation. You know, there's just a whole bunch out there, the, the unrest and tension in our nation right now. There's a lot of bitterness and offense going on. So what is bitterness and offense? Well, it's, 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 a, it's a very clever tool that the enemy uses. And bitterness and offense is designed solely to get you off track. That's the whole purpose of it. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 4.24 that we should guard our heart above all else. And why is that? It's because God knows that whatever makes it into your heart is going to determine the course of your life. And some of you guys have have dealt with this, honestly, maybe for decades. Mm -hmm. And you cannot figure out why things haven't turned out. This is something I struggled with for years. And I got to tell you, it's, it's the difference in lifting the blinders off of your eyes. When you get free of bitterness and offense, you're, you'll begin to realize it's not the thing, it's your heart. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be something. Somebody's always going to do something that isn't right. And I'm not making light of anything that may have happened. You might have been done wrong. Somebody might have done something that is very real and, and could potentially be um, you know, damaging to you. But... That's not the key. Nothing can hurt you from the outside. It's only from the inside. And the enemy knows that. So if he can get us to take that bait and literally begin to harbor bitterness and offense towards others, he can derail us. So the good news is, is that you can be healed instantly of that. It doesn't take a long time. Just like Jesus could lay his hands on somebody and they could receive their sight, you can release bitterness and offense in an instant and be completely and totally healed. Your heart can transform. And that's just, that's something that I think in this time frame, if you're wondering, well, do I have any of that in my life? Well, think about what's, maybe what you're complaining about. Mm -hmm. Think about what comes out of your mouth. Most of the time, you're not even aware of it. Mm -hmm. But if you really start to examine, what are my thoughts going to? 
Am I, am I frustrated? Am I constantly working out why this happened? Well, you've probably got something going on there, and, and God doesn't want that for us. He wants us to be free. He wants us to be on point and on mission for this time in, in our lives. I mean, it's true. He has more for us ahead than we could ever possibly imagine, more than we could ever think or imagine. But if we hang on to things that hold us back and keep us back, uh, we'll never get to those. And I don't think that's how God wanted. And I think through this time, I really wanted, I, I remember telling my wife, I said, I want God's full purpose in me to be fulfilled in this time. And I don't want it to be over until it's completely fulfilled. So it's painful. What we're going through is painful, but I'm like, I want it to have its full work. I want patience to have its full work in me so I'll be complete and lacking nothing. And that's what we have to have. But just for a second, I want to sit on the idea of our heart. You know, there, we've all been through a lot in the last few weeks and whether you've been personally affected or maybe your life hasn't been affected at all and maybe you just need to have a better heart of compassion on those who have. But I want to ask the question too about guarding your heart and about the condition of your heart. There's probably some of us in here that have been, uh, our hearts are damaged. They're damaged by what's been done to us or what we've done to ourselves and we're carrying guilt. But today I wanted us to pray, and, and especially those of you who maybe have never, you know, we can go through and we talk about business success all day long, but if, if, we, if we're not right with the one who made us, we're not right with, with, with God in our hearts, then nothing's ever going to work out right. Nothing's going to be the way you want it to be, and we're not going to ultimately fulfill the destiny we have. We're definitely not going to be successful in our business, in our marriage, in our relationships if our heart is not right and it's still, we're still carrying things that we shouldn't. So today I want everybody just to bow your heads, and we're going we're gonna to pray together this very simple prayer. Uh, and if, if there's anyone in this room today that you can say to me, everyone's, everyone's heads are bowed so no one can see you. If you can say, I'm not in a place I need to be in my relationship with Jesus. Like I just, I'm not there. I'd love to just see your hand. You can put it up real quick and put it right back down if there's anybody. There's several hands going up in here, several of us. Man, we, we know that we know that we know that God is a forgiver. He sent his son to us as a sacrifice in place. So if we were seeing in a, a, a court of law, we should have been punished and we should have been guilty. Instead, Jesus sat in our place and we went free. So all of you in this room today that raised your hand and, and some of the rest of us in here that maybe you're in a place where you can say, I'm not where I used to be and I know I can do better and I know that I, that I have things I need to release to him. Today is that day. You came to this breakfast today because God wanted to release you of whatever that, that thing was that was holding you back. Your own sin is what it is. Your own sin keeps you from fulfilling God's purpose for your life and being that success. So what I want us to do is just all pray this prayer together and ask God to forgive us. Dear Jesus, I thank you that you died on the cross for me. You took all my sin, all the things that I had done wrong on you. I ask you now to forgive me and cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. I believe on you. I confess you as Lord of my life, and I get to start new today. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer today, there's a number we have that you can text someone, or you can tell the person who brought you sitting at the table today that you made that decision. Number 23101, you can text anything to that, whether it's a prayer, whether it's a question, where there's just letting us know that you made that decision today. This is the greatest day of your life. We pray today that this, this uh, breakfast has been a huge encouragement to you. You know what, none of us are perfect. Brandon and I are far from perfect and God knows we've made mistakes uh, in, our, in our personal life, in our business. Thank God we still have employees and if we were lying today, our employees would get up and walk out because we have a lot here today, right? Yeah. 
but we're telling the truth from what we're learning and we're not perfect and we admit that. And that's the power of this brotherhood we're talking about is that no matter what we go through, we're locking arms, we're walking through it together. Nothing you can tell me is gonna shock me, gonna shock any of us. Uh, what, is, uh, what is unique to you is really not unique to anyone. Everyone struggles with a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. And so being in a constant place of forgiveness is so critical for all of us. Brandon, thank you for being yeah, here today. Absolutely. You want to say anything Yeah, else? just thank you guys. Thank you very much. And I, I would just say, yeah, thank you. Johnny, I, I don't know if you, you had that slide, but we wanted to bless everybody that came today. I do today. have a slide. Awesome. All this right, is a good very one. good. Go for it. We're going to give all you guys a free car wash today. <laughs> so if you want to take advantage of that, just text that number and we're going to give you a $20 car wash. You can go down and get your, get your wheels cleaned. Okay. Thank you guys. Thanks Nelson. Nelson gives.